This is what I've been saying, the three L's, listen, learn, and lead. The advisors to do that are the advisors that are going to win. The value of bespoke advice has never been higher. You're listening to Coindesk's On Purpose with Tyrone Ross. An infrastructure, money movement, security. The wealth management space is not set up to deal with the client of the future. And man, is that an incredible opportunity. A licensed investment advisor and powerful storyteller. Tyrone has a passion for digital assets and their ability to disrupt our current way of life. How do I protect myself? How do I protect my firm? How do I protect my clients? This show is for advisors by advisors. Advise on purpose in the arising realm of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. And now... Tyrone Ross. All right, welcome back to another episode of the On Purpose podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross. I am here today with a special guest who are fresh off of earnings. Lots to talk about today. Michael Doniger, head of investing at Moneyline. How are you, sir? I'm great, Tyrone, and happy to be here. And uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So much to cover. We've gone back and forth for a while, just getting to know one another. And obviously, I told you, big fan of what you all are doing over there. We want to get into some of that. And of course, I will drag you down the crypto rabbit holes. We will do that at some point as well. Let's just start here. Introduce yourself and Moneyline for the folks out there listening. Yep. Mike Doniger, head of investing at Moneyline, as you said. Moneyline is a financial platform that we aim to serve every hardworking American, helping them navigate their finances and providing them with solutions and options that help them in both times of excess and in times of need. So we cover both sides of the balance sheet. We have products that can help users on the lending side of the spectrum, the credit side of the spectrum, but we also help our users save, invest, and build for a future, help manage our spending, et cetera. So I really want to be that destination as a financial quarterback and step in where a lot of Americans don't have access to traditional advisors. So helping our users with budgeting, giving them the right offers at the right time, leveraging data, simple investing solutions to get them started on their investing journey or allow them to keep growing. So we're really kind of a all-in-one solution to help our users and really appropriate for most Americans to manage their finances. Awesome. And again, I I was aware of Money Lion before, you know, us talking. And one of the things that I'm a big fan of is these apps that provide accessibility for folks that have never had it before, yourself and others, and just the multiple services that you add, right? The one app in your pocket. I think that is incredibly powerful. And I also think that it's a threat to advisors, right? I've been also saying this for a long time. So let's talk about the scope of that, right? I always talk about, you know, there's 89 million verified users at Coinbase, another 20 plus million at at Robinhood, but you guys aren't, you know, small, right? So talk about that, like how how many users and just this full scope of folks that are using Moneyline. Yep, across our different products and our different capabilities, we have 3.8 million users um, as of the earnings data we released this morning, which is, you know, incredible growth year over year as we continue to double down on our mission. 
the 129% year over year growth in terms of our customers. And over time, we've been connected to millions of bank accounts from our users as they link it within their app to get personal financial management tips um, or connected for to facilitate different financial products. So based on that, we have a very good insight into our users' habits and behaviors, and we're able to serve them with contextual guidance, advice, tips on their finances or products that we may have or be able to provide access to that can help them. You know, on the investing sides, our solutions are designed to really make investing simple. We have investing products that compare with products that are offered by traditional advisors or any of the other digital competitors in our space. But we work with some well-known industry names, whether it's Wilshire for our core asset allocations or GlobalX for some of our thematic portfolios. You know, we have partnerships that help us give access and education on the crypto side or across different areas of investing in general. So we're trying to bring kind of a lot of those services, a lot of the insights and intellectual capital to all Americans that, to your point, right, there's such a big cohort of people to serve from a digital perspective. And I think um, we have a really full suite to do it. I know the term super app gets thrown around. Yeah, uh, We were kind of there first. We've been at the all-in-one solution for pretty much the entire time I've been at Moneyline now, which has been is about four years. And we're only continuing to extend it from there. So, so much to take from that. It's so many, like the wheels are turning in my head about things to ask. So I immediately go to this, right? Again, super apps, you have so many now. Consumers have choice, right? I, I think the power is back in the hands of the consumer of where they want to go, who they want advice from, how often they want it. They hold the cards here. Again, huge threat to advisors. I don't know if you have any insight to this, but I would love to know, like, what is the typical money lion user look like? Like, who are they? If you have any insight I, that at all, I'd love to know that. Yeah. So there's kind of a spectrum of different users, right? And types of users based on the fact that we have that broad spectrum of solutions. You know, our goal is to provide access, education tools. And I know that's something you focus on as well. For, as I mentioned before, different times of need. So we may have people who need to bridge the gap to their next paycheck. We also have people, though, who are looking to get ahead in their financial lives and building their, their savings or their investments. About half, maybe a little bit more of our users are first-time investors. So we're helping people wow. get started on their path mm-hmm. um, to building for the future. But then the way our product works and like we make investing simple with as little as $5, our fully managed portfolios work for the same way for someone with $5 to invest as they would for someone with $50,000 to invest. And our portfolios are similar to those offered on the InvestNet platform, you know, through Wilshire. And so we're really delivering a high quality offering to our users without some of the friction points that they may run into at, you know, traditional wealth management firms or advisors. So how are you guys looking at the traditional wealth managers and advisors? Are you looking at it as you want to take their clients? Are you looking at it as there's a a partnership opportunity in the future? Or are you just saying, we're just going after an audience that is looking to start investing, build their wealth, and then eventually will be the bridge to them working an advisor? How are you guys looking at that? 
you know, as a head of investing, I'm sure, you know, that's something that you all, all guys consider when you think about rolling this out and the different features in your product roadmap. Yeah, for sure. Well, there's a huge segment of the American population that's underserved by traditional financial institutions and advisors. And so I wouldn't necessarily say we're looking at advisors as competition. I think there's millions of people who know they want to invest, know they want to get started in crypto, and they just need the right set of tools to do it. And part of that being the content and education and some of the guidance that from other digital providers may be missing. So one of the things we're focusing on is getting people content, motivating them on their journey for investing specifically, whether they're new to investing, they've invested previously. I think there is an opportunity though for partnership with advisors, you know, based on the way our managed portfolios work, right? It could be an opportunity to greenhouse smaller accounts. And then to your point, when yep. someone grows or is in a different life stage, Right? Maybe they, they have greater need for an advisor or in, and more hands-on approach at, at that point in time. Um, you know, with crypto, we got into crypto because from what we knew about, I guess, investors in the space generally, but money line clients too, you know, most people were interested in learning more about crypto or investing in crypto or had even previously dabbled with crypto. Moneyline's mission is one of giving access and education. So at the end of last year, we launched our crypto capabilities, allowing our users to invest in Bitcoin and Ethereum. So, you know, where a lot of the, the majority of the volume was, but kind of the larger cap names to get into the space, we're taking a, a measured approach in terms of the... Um, additional currencies we offer on our platform. And we want our clients to be able to enter the space responsibly. So one of the key differentiators for us in regards to crypto is we're really the only solution out there that allows our customers to round up into cryptocurrencies. So right now it's into Bitcoin. But that allows our users to, whether they've done it before or not, but build their position in a way that's automated, but also sort of behind the scenes using spare change. So they could start small, they can add on as they want, but it gets them exposure. And it also helps create, you know, roundups in general, help create good habits and taking advantage of kind of key or core investing kind of concepts such as dollar cost averaging, which in the, with the volatility in the crypto market is pretty important, or and compounding. So we have roundup capabilities across managed investing and crypto. And actually, uh, we just started allowing users to leverage any credit card or any bank account to facilitate those roundups. So uh, you don't have to use just the money line debit card or bank account to do that, you could use your Amex or your Sapphire card, which really opens up the doors for more and more people to take advantage of you know, this feature and opportunity. All right. So for those keep, keeping score at home, I want everyone to know I wasn't the one who brought up crypto. It was Michael. <laughs> so, I, I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was, it was, no, listen, I love it. I love it. I was just going to let you go. I was literally to just cut my mic and walk away and come back next week. But no, appreciate that. So I want to stay there, though, because you bring up crypto. And now I can't walk away. But I, I do want to lean on the, the financial education angle, right? Because uh, I know we've spoken about that as well. 
might be some things coming in the future. People stay tuned. But let's stay on the crypto for a minute, because here's what I find interesting about that. So a couple things. One is it's almost now every platform when you're looking at the user base that you have, you got to do something in crypto. You know, Cash App has it, PayPal has it, Robinhood, the list is endless. Those folks probably on the back end use a Genesis or an Apex, whoever. But you guys use Zero Hash, which is awesome, right? Big fan of the Zero Hash team. I don't know if you can give any insight or what the thought process was there. We're going with zero hash, but I find that compelling as a crypto hippie because I know some of the things that's on zero hash's roadmap, right? And what they are working on again is like being almost the rails and a new age custodian, if you will. So if if you want to talk a little bit about that, and again, the people using the app don't care about this, <laughs> right? But I do, and I think it's important for you know, at least those listening and advisors to understand because zero hash is a name that they're going to be hearing a lot. So one, I encourage advisors right now, like pause this or just let it play and and Google zero hash, but talk about that, that relationship that you all have with them and what that looks like moving forward. Yeah. We started working with them, you know, as we were getting going on pursuing, you know, including crypto as one of our solutions, kind of, as you mentioned, they're really focused on becoming kind of that new age custodian and providing the rails to offer, you know, an array of crypto or DeFi based solutions to end consumers. I think one of the interesting things about them is they're a hundred percent focused on crypto and delivering it to broad retail audience, where some of the other names you mentioned, it's just one of the areas of focus for them, or in other cases, you know, the genesis of the world, they're bigger institutional players. So, you know, I think we thought that Zero Hash was a good fit. And so far, they've been a great partner, you know, as we continue to expand our platform, and they continue to grow, you know, I'm interested to see where all that goes. Yeah. And one last point there, one of the things that is important, and I just posted this yesterday in light of the president's executive order, and now the SEC, the CFTC, the FDIC, all of the alphabet boys and girls, right, have to get together. They have 180 days to come up with a plan here to regulate and give a plan forward for crypto assets in America. But one of the things I tweeted yesterday was there's a lot of terms now that needs to be clarified, old financial jargon, suitability, financial inclusion, market maker, interest bearing accounts, qualified custodian, custody all these things. The other one is settlement, you know, settlement agents and transfer agents and all these different things. And again, I think zero hash is leading the way there. So I think it's really interesting. I would love to know how many other apps like yours are actually using zero hash. It can't be many. And I don't say that in a bad way. I say that in a good way because they're using the traditional folks that are out there. So that's really interesting to see, because I do think if you look at one of the capital they raised, the team, and how they're actually looking to be that infrastructure layer for crypto. I think that portends good things for people that use your app and what they'll have access to once zero hash pervades like your entire app experience, the ACH, the wire. Right now we're talking instant settlement of all assets across all asset classes and atomic swaps and all these other things, right? I can swap my Amazon for Ethereum. I can get yield in my whatever account, right? And then have that money automatically round up, right? I can round up my interest in that crypto bearing account into money line stock, <laughs> like whatever, yeah. you know? So yeah, there's some really cool things that could happen here. 
Yeah, you're definitely hitting on a bunch of things we're thinking about as we continue to evolve, but, you know, give our customers access to more and more tools and also really allowing our customers to automate the way their money moves across stocks, which will be coming down the road, crypto, the managed portfolios and make it simple, whether it's to what we call auto invest or recurring deposits or through roundups or a combination of the two. The term self-driving money gets thrown around a lot, you know, really making it easier for people to, like I said before, start investing or just keep going and form those good behaviors. And in some cases, not even think about the fact that they're doing it. Yep. All right. So as we wind down here, I think it's the perfect way to end for me. Everyone knows is probably a bigger passion for mine than crypto, which is saying a lot, which is financial education. And I know that's something that you all care about. You have folks, again, 50% or more folks being first-time users of your app. Financial education is a crisis in this country. We all know it. Also, when you have new investors coming into a space, you have a group of folks that are reliant upon technology or others that know more than them just to make it easy. Give me the easy button. Hello, Robinhood. We saw how that turned out. So obviously, I know you all don't want to repeat that mistake. And you want to give people the tools along with the access, but also an ongoing empowered way of, right? Even if you click onto your crypto page, you got who is Satoshi, like you got these little primers there. So talk about the financial education strategy. What is that now? Or what does that look like moving forward? Because I do think super apps like yours, it'd be great if it was super apps for education yeah. as well, but we'd love to know what the strategy is there. Yep. So as I mentioned, a, when we started down the path of crypto, we're taking a measured approach in terms of the number of currencies our users can buy and sell. It's limited, but I think it gives our users access to the space and it gives our users access to the biggest currencies, which make up the majority of the, the market cap and trading volume. So let's um, in, and be a part of the conversation. But then everything we do has an eye towards education and each new thing we do, it's how does this not only give more access, but give more education to the space. So you mentioned we have a blog that has a, a ton of content on crypto. Within the crypto experience, there's what we call ML Academy that has very short form guides on different aspects of crypto, DeFi, blockchain, down to the individual coin, down to how to think about active versus passive investing and and different things like that. So not only what is crypto, but how do I invest in crypto, but really how do I invest more broadly? Mm -hmm. In general though, content is going to become a bigger and bigger part of Moneyline as a whole, and not just related to investing, but we want Moneyline to be a place where people are coming to consume content on not just financial topics, but also lifestyle topics. But that content will be from influencers, new relevant news, to help keep people in the know, informed and kind of motivated on their journey and help them making their financial decisions and learning. So kind of different channels, mediums, et cetera. So it won't just be blog articles, there'll be videos, there'll be educational videos, there'll be different explainers, different series. Um, I think we're trying to attack it from a bunch of different angles, but uh, I think providing more and more content using the data advantage that I mentioned earlier to deliver the right content to the right people in the right context, sort of. So providing users with that guidance and advice that 
they may get from a traditional advisor normally, but here we try to give it to them contextually as part of the experience as well. Awesome. Love it. So with that, I will punt it back to you again. Where can folks find you? Where can they find Moneyline? Where can they sign up? Where can they follow you on social? Run it all down for the people so they can find you. Yep. So download the app, Moneyline. Within the app, you'll get you'll land on the Today feed that has all the content that I just mentioned. Easy ways to get signed up and started for any of the accounts or solutions that uh, you rattled off at the beginning. Uh, our website, Moneyline.com. Separate pages there for crypto investing, roundups, or any of the credit building solutions as well. Uh, we're on social, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So plenty of ways to check out what Moneyline is doing, but probably best way to do it is download the app and you know take a look for yourself. Awesome. Appreciate you, sir. Hang out there. We just, we're going we're gonna to steam to a close here, but we're going to do some housekeeping here as well. But appreciate you for having me, man. We got to do a part two of this for sure. There's so many... So many ways wanted to take the conversation. So some housekeeping yeah. here, as far as the On Purpose pod is concerned, y'all stay tuned. We got some awesome guests lined up uh, with Michael being the first, but I have a lot more time on my hand now if you've been following financial media. So I'm looking forward to this, have some awesome guests. Also some other housekeeping consensus coming up, the Crypto Prom, as I call it, in Austin in June, uh, 9th through the 12th, I believe, register be there i will be there don't know what i'm doing yet but i will absolutely be there also sign up for the crypto for advisors newsletter jackson wood who's part of the financial advisor committee that i helped create with coindesk just put out a piece on custodial versus non-custodial credible piece so shout out to jackson and lastly like subscribe share do everything you need to do to make sure the pod is getting out there and as always i tell you all if you found any value in this podcast whatsoever help me help coindesk help michael and child hunger in this country go to nokidhungry.org and feed a hungry child michael thank you for coming on my man i appreciate you much more to come um any last thing you want to say to the people before we head out no thank you for having me and looking forward to speaking more, doing more with you uh, in the future. So thanks again. Absolutely. I'll stay tuned for that. All right, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Love and light to you all. I appreciate you. You've been listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross and guest Michael Doniger. The show has been produced, edited, and announced by Michelle Mousseau with additional production support from Eleanor Paul. Our theme song is Walk With Swag. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to us at podcasts at coindesk.com. Subject line, on purpose. Or leave us a review on your favorite podcast player. Thanks for listening.